Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Being Coco B. It is I, Koyeta. I hope you guys are having a great day. I uh, hope it's going well for y'all. Hope you're all caught up on the podcast. And thank you for tuning in for those who want to change their lives and they're ready to go get it in business. Whatever it is you're going for, this is the place where we get it done. So today on the next line, on the next line, on the other side, this is not a phone. <laughs> not a phone call on the other side we have ebony austin she is a forex trader financial consultant y'all will get to hear her on the other side just give y'all the real real about finances we don't talk about finances enough we don't talk about debt we don't talk about those type of things and it's important as people uh, especially as black people that we have the conversation about investing and so forth and that's what ebony offers on the other side so y'all stay tuned get your life get your pen get your paper and y'all gonna learn about 4x okay this is new information to me i've always i've seen it no lie i've seen it but i've never actually done the work to look into forex trading but ebony talks about it um tells us a little bit about that on the other side all right see y'all on the other side. One of my many goals in life is to impact women's lives by helping them start a business using some of the same methods I've used to start my own business. I understand starting a business can be very overwhelming, especially if you're one of those people that simply don't know what business to start. Let me help you with that process. You can reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Koyeta, or you can email me at info at Koyeta.com and let me help you create the life you want. Hello, Miss Ebony Austin. How are you? I am doing great. So blessed. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak to me. Absolutely. Okay, wonderful. Let's get down to business. All right. <laughs> you are an investor, a forex trader, and a consultant. Um, tell me more about who you are aside, you know, more about that and, and your mom, you know, your, your role of a mom wife. Tell me more. Absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much for inviting me uh, to speak with you and your listeners. Um, Congratulations to you, you know, for an amazing podcast and and all of your success as well. Thank you. Um, uh, My role uh, as a mother, a businesswoman, it it gets busy, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) It gets very busy. Um, I have three children, um, eight five and two oh, Lord. so that's oh, you know pretty fun five. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is really fun um mm-hmm. I have an amazing husband uh, we actually met in college and married right after college Ooh. Uh, so we're college sweethearts that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes so um you know both of us had a passion of you know wanting to do great things mm-hmm. um both of us you know he wanted to be, of course, how, you know, every young guy, they grow up and they just think they're going to go pro playing basketball, baseball, whatever it is. Right. And when that doesn't happen, you know, it's like, okay, what else? You yes. know, and, and for me, 
you know, um, I wanted to, I've always been interested in advertising and marketing. Just, um, I went to school for that, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. So I was always excited about that, but just didn't know exactly what lane, you know, that I was going to go, how I was going to be able to use these talents. Right. Um, so, of course, you can't just sit idle, especially with children. You have to make something happen, right? Right, right, <laughs> exactly. So, um, fresh out of college and, and we uh, started a business. Um, we started a, a clothing line um, where I felt like I could use my marketing skills mm-hmm. and, and he can use what he went to school for, which was uh, mass communication. So, we did that for a while and... Um, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, you know, of course, it, you're always a struggling entrepreneur first before, you know, all your success comes. But when it came to being an entrepreneur, we just noticed how the because we were selling a product, we were always, you know, um, always needed a customer. Right. You know, you always need a customer to sell your product to. That's right. And, yeah. and when you don't have that customer, you're not making any money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, you know, I started to tell him, you know, I'm kind of getting burnt out a little bit, you know, with this business. You know, I think I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go get a job. So I got licensed. Um, I got licensed as a, a, a life insurance agent. And um, and I began to start doing life insurance then and that's when I really started getting in the financial industry mm-hmm. you know yeah um and getting in that industry I just noticed so many people were just not educated you know when it comes to just anything when it comes to money you know what I mean yes. because life yeah. insurance is it's a way for you to invest your money as well even though you are protecting your family it's a way for you to invest your money as well so I got into that industry and, you know, I I just grew more and more um, wanting to help our people understand the importance of just educating themselves, you know, when it comes to the financial industry. Right. Um, So I I did that for a while, you know, at the same time. At that time, I only had two children um, and it's not that hard to get a babysitter for two. It's when the third one came is when it's like, okay, they're going to start having to come along to these meetings and seminars and everything because, you know, everyone doesn't want to keep three children. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's definitely been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but on, um, I, I did my life insurance. I was working for a company. I did great um, with that company. But then I found myself in the same position. Mm-hmm. I found myself still having to fight for customers and clients right yes so I began to just be hungry you know hungry for what else is out there what else could I do um I want to help so many people but I want to be able to help people learn something you know without having to need someone else does that make sense that makes perfect sense yeah Yes, yeah, so I so I, I became even more hungry. Um, you know, I, I love being a consultant. I love, you know, helping people with their credit. I love educating people with life insurance. I love educating people. But it's it's a time where we love what we do, but it's not paying the bills. <laughs> <laughs> I know that all right? too well. <laughs> yes, we yeah. might love we love what we do, but it's right. not paying the bills. So That's I just right. begin to seek even more. And when you're looking for something Sometimes it finds you and you don't even know that it's looking you right in your face, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So 
I've always been interested in, you know, stocks and, and just learning more about investing my money, but I just never had anyone to teach me. Right. You know, I, um, you start, you start going into the stores and you buy all these books and you just like, you're reading the books and you're, you don't know if you're reading the books or the books are reading you because you can't (laughs) comprehend. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, we always go and and we buy books and it's like, are are we really understanding what the books are trying to teach us? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, again, I just became even more hungry for the knowledge of being, you know, an investor and how can I invest my money? How can I start making my money work for me? You know, how can I stop working so hard and work smart? Cause everybody wants to know how to work smart. Yes. Um, so, uh, it just so happened. I had a, a guy that I did business with. Um, he introduced me, you know, to the foreign exchange market. Yeah. And at the time, um, I, I had no idea about it. I had no idea, you know, about the market and um, what exactly it was. All I knew was the stock market. So when he introduced me and, and he showed me how I could learn, um, it was just it was just amazing. You know, as a mom, being able to, you know, stay at home, you know, um, be an investor and, and make money from your phone and then being able just to have your time back and have control over your time that yes. way you can be there for your children. Yes. You know, um, when I was working, I was literally putting them on the bus. And then by the time I got off, it was time to do homework, eat and go to bed. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just being an investor just really helped me. It, it helped me be a better mom. It helped me be a better wife because I I stopped having to um, I stopped having to be so stressed when it comes to trying to find a client, trying to find a customer, or having to go to work all day and just deal with so many personalities. You know, yeah. it helped me be able to not only control my time take back control of my mind, take back control of my thinking, um, help me become more patient, you know, so it it definitely helped me be a better mom, a better wife, and I enjoy it. Absolutely. And I think you answered my first question, which was what process you went through to become um, a master student of success. I think you answered that very well. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I could just, um, you know, being a student of success, like you 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 always have to be open-minded because right. every I, I just feel like everything is a lesson Absolutely. everything teaches us mm-hmm. you know something you know a, a lot of times when people are going through trials and tribulations they're missing the lesson because they're so focused on what's wrong you're so right you know yeah yeah they're yeah the people are so focused on you know the lack of money or the, or they're focused on you know um someone left me or they're or you know whatever the problem is they're mm-hmm. so focused on that that they're not remembering that wait a minute what am i supposed to be learning from this right you know, what am I, if I'm going through this, there's a reason why I'm, I'm going through this, whether it's, I put myself in this position and I need to think about what I did so I can learn from it. Right. Or if I allowed myself to get in the situation because I was blindly, you know, I blindly walked into it. So being a student of success is, you know, being open-minded, being, being, understand that everything is a lesson and also understanding that you don't know everything. You do not know everything. You know, being in this industry, I've mm-hmm. met with so many different people and it's a time to talk and it's a time to listen. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, so, 
<laughs> yes. So being yeah. understanding, if you understand that you're always a student of success, then you won't miss those moments. Absolutely. So being a student of success is actually an ongoing process is what you're saying. Absolutely. We're always learning, always. I I have mentors who have made, you know, multiple, multi-millions and they are still learning. They tell me all the time, Ebony, it doesn't matter where you are in your life, you're always still learning because it's always a lesson to be taught. So no matter if you have $1,000 in your bank account or you have a million dollars in your bank account, there's a lesson. No matter if you have, you know, if you're a six, seven, eight, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how many things you've went through. There's always a lesson. Absolutely. And until we understand that, then we'll miss those lessons, you know, and we'll live our life in a rat race and not know that, you know, we, we've missed every lesson that was trying to be taught to us. So, yes, a student of success is ongoing until you are off this earth. You remain a student. Absolutely. Totally agreed with that. Now, one of the biggest lessons of being a student is finances, which you mentioned in the beginning. Um, you know, we weren't taught financial literacy in school, which I believe it should it should be taught there. Absolutely. Yeah. So so based on, um, you know, speaking with your clients and, um, you know, mentoring, what is the biggest financial issue that you see, you know, generally? The biggest issue, I think, um, is um, not being able to manage money, you know, Um, not being able to manage. I think that is the biggest thing, um, not being able to manage money and and not knowing um, how to put priorities uh, together, you know, when it comes to money. Yeah. You know, the the problem with that is it started so long ago. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. Yeah. It started so long ago. So whatever your mindset is about money, it did. That's not even your mindset. That's your parents' mindset. Yeah. And whatever their mindset is about money, it's not even their mindset. It's their parents. And then it just goes all the way back, you know, until the very beginning of people when it, when it starts to come to you know with money Mm -hmm. you know when it comes to money it's like people don't think you know people want to be everybody wants to have a lot of money everybody wants to be millionaire (laughs) everyone wants to be wealthy every single person in the world I don't know if someone tells me that they don't want to be rich or wealthy then I just know they're a liar right in the beginning (laughs) you know like okay be modest I'm not telling the truth but the problem is is that they don't understand is if if you cannot manage what you're getting on you know every two weeks why do you think you can manage an increase you know it's deep yes yes if you cannot manage whatever you're making 2500 a month 3000 a month 5000 a month if you cannot properly manage that you know why would god bless you with more if you can't manage that Wow. And people don't understand that. Yeah. People don't understand that I need to show that I can be a steward. I need to be able to show that I can be smart with what I have now so that I can continue to increase. Right. You know, it's just like it's just like uh it's just like credit, you know, when you when you get those credit cards 
and the company gives you a $500 limit. If you show you're responsible with that amount of money, guess what they're going to do? They're going to give you a higher limit. Right. Yes. Yes. And if you show that you're responsible with that, what are they going to do? They're going to increase it again. Yes. So everyone has to be able to understand what to do now with it. Whatever you have right now, being able to manage that. And when I say manage, it's not only just being able to know, okay, I'm going to budget this amount for this bill. I'm going to budget for this bill. It's also being able to understand that you need to start investing at an early age. Yes. You know, we need to have that conversation more mm-hmm. in the household. You know, instead of going out and, and we're hanging out and we're partying and we're buying all these clothes and shoes and spending all, you know, this money and we're broke until the next paycheck, <laughs> you know, True. we have not we haven't invested that money at all. So one thing my dad used to always tell me was um, anytime you spend some money, you need to be thinking about how can I get that money back? Right. So with that in the back of my head, it helped me not spend some time because I'm like, okay, well, if I spend this, how do I earn this money back? If I don't have a way, then maybe I don't need to spend it right, right? now. Yeah. You know, so I teach that, you know, with ladies who are, um, a part of my company, a part of my organization, you know, I I teach that with them um, is that we always have to be thinking about, you know, um, if we're going to spend money, we have to understand that. Think about, think about the word spend, right? Right. The word spend, S-P-E-N-D. The word spend has end in it. That means once you spend that money, it's gone. (laughs) I did not see that, but you are so right. Yes. Once you spend it, it's gone. So we have to be able to not only manage our money and be able to budget for bills and your tides and, you know, it's okay to have fun nights. It's okay to have a budget for shopping, but we also have to have a budget for investing as well. Mm -hmm. So all that goes into being able to properly manage your money. Right. What are two things we can do now to help us manage our finances, our money? So um, I always, you know, tell my clients to, you know, just sit down and look at, you know, all the bills that you have in your home. And I I tell them to um, and also look at the income that you're bringing in. Mm -hmm. And if for one, first thing, you know, if the income cannot cover all of those bills, then let's figure out how we can cut back. Right. You know, we we live in a life, uh, we live a life of everyone wants everything. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sure. So when I did this, because I'm, I'm not telling my clients to do things that I have not done. Right. So when I did this and I, me and my husband sat down and we looked at our income and we looked at everything, all these subscriptions, all these different type of bills that we had. It was like, wait a minute. Some of this stuff just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. We don't need cable. We don't watch cable. Why do we have cable? You know, right. yeah. our kids love Netflix. Why do we have cable? So you have to be able to just sit and understand what is needed and what is not. And when you find out what is not needed, then you have room for investing. You have room to start being able to take the money that you're spending on unnecessary um, going out to eat. You see that you're spending. I did that as well. I did the same thing. And I looked at our our statements and I said, wait a minute. I know how to cook. Why are we going out to eat all the time? (laughs) 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to be able, you have to look at your all all your expenses, everything that's going out, and you have to also look at your income and you have to be able to determine what is not needed because if you every time you get that check and you spend the entire thing, you're not doing something right. And what you're telling the universe is that I cannot handle what I already have. Oh my gosh, Ebony, that was a word right there. Yes. 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 Okay. If you are spending everything that you get, you're saying that you cannot handle it, that you don't, you cannot manage it. You are spending more than what you get. So that's the first step. The first step is if we, we have to be able to cut back, we have to be able to have, you know, no spend months where you say, okay, if you have a goal, I'm not going to spend this month. You know, we have to cut back on, cut back on going out. We have to cut back on shopping this month. We already have clothes. Why are we buying more clothes? You know, right, right. Why, you know, but clothes is so nice. I, I know, I know, but you know what? Sometimes we'll buy an outfit and guess what? It'll sit there for a month before we even put it on. You're yeah, right. I, not so, even months, years. Exactly. You probably you can go. I, I'm sure it is a lot of ladies and men out there who can literally go to their closet and still have something with the price tag on it because they never wore it. You know, so guilty. It's a time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a time for that. But it's a time for that, and then it's a time to cut back. Mm-hmm. So you just have to understand what season you're in. Are you in the yes. season of overflow, okay. or you're in the season where you need to be sewing? You know, because you can't do that in the same season. You can't spend money and invest and save money in the same season, you know, and and people have to understand. So that's the first step. You have to figure out where you can cut back. The second step is if you know that that one income is not able to take care of everything that you have, Mm -hmm. then you have to be able to learn how to start making your money grow right learn how to start multiplying your money and there's a lot of different ways that you can go and invest your money you can go to a bank you know and you can sit down and and ask about you know different bonds and mutual funds you can talk to a banker um you can go to um, a financial company and sit down with a financial advisor you can do so many things Mm -hmm. but i feel that being in um, the foreign exchange market and learning about this market, I've learned that it is literally the most aggressive way to be able to multiply your money and invest your money. The foreign exchange market and the cryptocurrency market, that is the most aggressive way right now to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So what I teach people is how to be able to take a little bit of money and be able to grow it to be able to multiply and invest it and, and, and make a dollar out of 15 cents, how they used to say, right. <laughs> you know, back in the day, you know, I, so I, I dedicate myself to be able to teach people exactly how to do that. And the, and the people that I've been able to help and the mm-hmm. stories that I've heard from people coming back to me who I've helped before, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. It's amazing how, you know, I've been able to help, you know, a single mom who had two children who wasn't making a lot, but she made, she understood, we went through, we Mm -hmm. went through the same thing. She sat down with all her money. She sat down with her income. She sat down with her, her, um, 
expenses and she saw where she could cut back she cut back she got started with me and I mentored her and now she is able to take a hundred dollars and turn it to two or two hundred dollars and turn it to five five hundred dollars and turn it to eight she's able to do that because she's learned a skill right See, sometimes we go and we we think when we have lack of money what do we do we go get another job Right. Yes. But the, the the other job, what is it doing? It's just taking us. It's just taking us away from our family even more, especially. Yeah. And I have to speak from a mother's standpoint because, I, you know, I'm a mother. So if I go get a second job, that's going to take me away from my children even more. And see, people, even when it comes to moms, we don't think about all. If we go get all these jobs, guess what we're going to have to do? If we don't have a significant other in the house, we have to pay people to keep our children. Now yeah. we're going we're going to work to make money and then we're giving it all away. You know? You're so we gotta right. learn how yeah. to work smarter mm-hmm. and not harder. You know, um, I ask this question to a lot of people as well. You know, when when they do that same um, activity, when they look at their money and they look at their expenses, and I ask them, "How can you make more money?" The first thing they say is, "Work more hours." You're taking away from your time at home again. Yes. You know, you're taking it away again. So you have to be able to learn a skill. Sometimes we go to school and we 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 go to school, we get the education, we we get the degree, and then we don't work on it. And a lot of times we should have been trying to learn a skill. Right. We should have been trying to, you know, if I this is another thing that I tell people, you know, if you're looking at your parents and you wouldn't change lives with your parents, why are you taking their advice? Ooh, we love our parents. Yes, we love them. I love my parents so much, you know, but they're still working. Yeah, I don't want to work, you know, that long. I don't want to work in my 40s. You know, I'll be 30 this year and I am I'm looking to be able to just literally um, I I don't work now. I'm a full time entrepreneur and investor now. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah. But my husband still works. Yeah. You know. So we. So our goal is to get him off the job. You right. know. He's 35. So I don't. We have to learn. We have to understand who are we taking advice from. Yes. You know. Supported. So if the people. Yeah. If, the, if if we're not. If the people who we're taking advice from, if we don't want to live their lives, then we can't take advice from them. It's a new world out here. It is a new world. We have technology that's allowing people to do so many things. You have nine and 10 year olds already millionaires now because of a skill or an idea, you know, that they um, they felt strongly about and they invested in. So we have to learn that it's not always about going to get another job. It's not always about, you know, working more hours. Sometimes it is about funding your 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 passion or your 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 business that you want to do or, you know, the investment that you feel strongly about. Sometimes it is about that. Sometimes I feel when I when I got fired, well, I kind of got fired. I guess I could tell that little story, but I kind of (laughs) got fired. I kind of didn't. Um, I had to walk off because I was uh, I was nine months pregnant at the time when I left my job. Right. And um, I was having a complication and my doctor told me it was time, you know, to sit down. And the people who I worked for told me, well, if you leave now, we're not going to pay you. Oh, is that right? Yes. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> you know, I'm the top salesperson when it comes to insurance and your company. I do well. I've made tons of money here. And are you serious? They were like, they said, yeah, because you're going to be shy of two months. 
And um, no matter of fact, it wasn't two months. It was a month. I was about eight and a half months, and it was like a month. Um, so they told me, "Yeah, you, we're we're not going to be able to pay you if you if you leave now." Wow. So I had to, you know, I had to make a decision. You yeah. know, I I had to make a decision, and 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 I feel like that was God pushing me out because He knew I didn't want to work anymore. But, he knew that I had other aspirations and other things that I wanted to do. So sometimes the Again, this goes back to being a student of success. Right. Sometimes if we cannot focus on what's going on, we have to be able to find a lesson and be able to find out, you know, what it is that that taught us. So that moment taught me that I would no longer allow someone to have control over my life. Absolutely. That moment taught me that I need to be able to find another way to be able to feed my family without having, you know, to answer to someone else. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned uh, Forex. So, so tell us what is a Forex and how can it help create wealth? So the foreign exchange market um, is a $5.3 trillion a day market. Ooh. So every single day, $5.3 trillion are being made in the market. Right. Uh, now, it's actually bigger than the stock market. The stock really market, now? Yes. The okay. stock market does about $53 billion a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the foreign exchange market does $5.3 trillion. So um, it, it's a lot of wealth in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when you learn the skill, when you learn the skill of trading, um, mm-hmm. and, and it's really not, uh, it's really not, it's a very simple skill to right. learn. People, people can overcomplicate it. Um, right. But it's it's definitely a simple skill to learn. When you learn it, you know the the the, uh, the opportunities, the 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 amount of money that you can make um, mm-hmm. is is endless. You know, so so for me, I have been tr- trading for about a year now, a little yeah. over a year, um, and I've I've been grateful to be able to, you know, we my husband and I, you know, we are close to him for for him to be able to walk off his job. You know, right? right now he makes almost he makes six figures right now, so we're very Amazing. close. Yeah. Yeah. to that point you know so it's been able to do amazing things and um my, some of my mentors you know mm-hmm. they've been able to uh is it's a blessing <laughs> <laughs> the foreign exchange market is a blessing yes it is absolutely and how can you create wealth from that like how how do you even start that process of getting into the foreign exchange market Perfect. Um, great question. So, um, I have I I started with a company. Now I did my research um, when foreign exchange market was first introduced to me. Um, I I did my research. I for one I just had to go look up forex because I'm like, what in the world is this? I never heard of at the time. Yeah. So once I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay, it's simple. It's you know mm-hmm. people go out the country and they have to exchange their money. We have I mean it's even on a that's a small level where people mm-hmm. are going out the country and have to exchange their money there's a rate involved and that rate people are making money on you know then then you have on on a larger span you have businesses you know and they're doing businesses with other countries so the foreign exchange market is is super large so when i did that then i also did research on how can i learn how to trade 
Well, of course you have YouTube University, but if you know anything about YouTube University, you can't trust all the educators that are on there. True, true. <laughs> you cannot trust everyone that's on there. So I start to look at, you know, different universities, like how can I learn how to trade the skill? And everyone wanted thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. to learn it. Um, so the, when the gentleman introduced me, he introduced me to a company called iMarketSlide. And um, the company, it, it, it wasn't thousands of dollars to learn and, and get started, but mm-hmm. they literally gave me an academy. So the academy taught me everything that I know. The academy took me from being the person who had no idea about the foreign exchange market to now I can teach it myself, you know, okay. how to trade. Um, so the academy and then they have educators the company has you know many different educators amazing educators that teach you so um, you know I help people get started learn how learn this skill Um, we have several different you know meetups where we have you know trade nights where we get together and we just everyone focus on the skill and and learning it Mm -hmm. and we help you learn how to um, you know compound your money so we help you learn how to compound your money we help you with proper risk management we help you with you know learning how to be able to build your your broker account your trading account from whatever investment that you started mm-hmm. um, and once you do that you know it's literally up to you you know it's, it's up to you how big you want to how big you want to take it so I have some traders who got started and they say you know Ebony I just need to make an extra $500 a month that's all I need Okay, if all you need is to make an extra $500 a month, this is how you do it. And and I give that person a plan. And if they follow that plan, which they have, they will make that $500 a month. You have some people who say, Ebony, well, you know, for me, I need to make my house note. My house note is $1,300. All right, great. This is your plan. Now, on the larger span, if you want to um, make even more money, you have we have a plan where literally you invest $200 and you grow it at 5% a day. At the end of a year's time, you'll have a million dollars. Ooh, that sounds literally. that sounds good. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, that's how and we're talking about 5% a day. But when you think about 5% a day, right, in the foreign exchange yeah. market. And then you think about other investment products. Let's take a mutual fund. You get a mutual fund and you put money in there. That money is going to grow 8% after one year. Right. So you have someone who is trading in the foreign exchange market who can literally grow their money 5% a day. That's amazing. Yeah. You have someone else who is, you know, stuck. I'm not going to say stuck in the past, but a lot of times when people are so used to one way of making money and and investing their money, they don't want to be open to new ways. right? Right. So, um, you know, it, I mean, the opportunity is endless. You know, I, I definitely see seven and eight figures in my future from the foreign exchange market. Oh my goodness. That sounds so good. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. It's going to, it's going to be amazing. It's already happening. Absolutely. And I know you said you teach others to do this now. Do you, do you do this for others like where you invest for them or is it just you teach them the skill and they make the money for themselves yes so we we will teach the person the skill um i am not a license i i'm not licensed to be able to um invest your money for you okay so what i do is just teach you the skill you know, and then look, anything I, I I feel strongly about that as well, because at a time I was, you know, thinking about going to get my series six and seven to be able to invest for others. But this is this is my thing when it comes to that. You know, anytime you trust 
someone else with your money, you never know how much of your interests are they thinking about. Yes. You know, yeah. you never really know. Even when you go sit down at the banks and you go sit down with financial advisors, are they thinking about the commission that they're going to make off that product they're selling you? Are they thinking right. about you? Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to be able to take control of our own money and we have to be able to um, learn a skill ourselves to be able to do it ourselves. And we're talking about learning something that a fifth grader could learn. Right. We're talking about literally learning something that someone with no education. I mean, I don't care if you dropped out of high school. It doesn't matter what your background is. You can learn the skill of trading. The issue is people don't have, you know, a lot of people don't have the information to be able to learn how to do this. Yes. And some people have the information but don't have the mindset to be able to see that this is possibly something that they could do, you know, to, to help further their financial future. That's absolutely true. Now, for the person that does that does you know see the vision, and they're they are they are just getting into investing, where would you recommend they start in the process? Like, what kind of what kind of um, stock should they invest in? Honestly, um, since I've been trading with the foreign exchange market and I've looked at you know stocks and everything, right now. For the new investor, mm-hmm. um, I think the the easiest, um, less complicated way and the most aggressive way is to look at the foreign exchange market. And I'm not saying that because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm saying that because of looking at, you know, how with stocks, you buy a stock and you have to hold it, right? You have right. to hold it and you have to wait until that price goes up for you to be able to make money. That's true. But with the foreign exchange market, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. We make money no matter if the value of the currency is going up or the value of the currency is going down. Uh-huh. So as a new investor, as a new person, who's trying to learn how to grow their money, I would tell them to start with the foreign exchange market. I would tell them to do that because you can do it. It doesn't take a lot to be able to learn and it doesn't take a lot to be able to invest. If someone wanted to sit down and learn the process, what's the time frame? I know like, you know, time is different for everyone, but generally how long does it take to learn the process of... of... Absolutely. So, um, yes, everyone has a different learning curve. But what I tell um, everyone who gets started with me is if you can commit, you know, one to two hours a day for 90 days straight of learning. Right. You know, one to two hours a day. If you could commit more on some days then do that, you know, but if you can commit at least one to two hours a day for 90 days, you should be able to have your, your skills should be able to be to the point where you could make, you know, $50 a day. You know, okay. you should be able to um, be able to be profitable. You you definitely should. But that's if you're committed. You right. know, I get yeah. some people who start with me and they'll commit for 30 days. And, and then they'll, you know, so many people, they're so used to seeing, they want instant gratification. You know, they yeah. it's a $5.3 trillion a day market and they want to make a million dollars in 30 days. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. so if you... If you understand that that's not what it what's going to do, but if you just stay committed and commit your time one to two hours a day for 90 days straight, you will not be sorry at the end of those 90 days. Okay, that sounds good to me. Yes. Now, well, that sounds real good. Now, I noticed as well that you do offer, um, you know, you do help people with their credit as well. 
Yes. So what are two things we can do to improve our credit? Because again, you know, we weren't taught finances in school, financial literacy. So a lot of people now are struggling to get them credit, that credit score up. So what can we do? Great, great question. So number one is to pay your bills on time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I know that sounds like so small and it's like, okay, I can pay my bills on time. But no, no, no. Many people do not pay their bills on time. Oh, sure. And what they don't know is that so say, for example, your bill is due on the first, right? right? Um, and you do not pay it. You do not pay it. Let's say you don't pay it until the 15th. Now, that's not going to hurt you. What's going to hurt your credit is if another first comes around and you still have not paid the original bill. Yeah. That's when your credit is hit. Mm-hmm. So people don't know that. So you want to be able to make sure that you're paying your bills when they are due. And if you're not, if you can't, you know, because I understand some, it's it's hard for a lot of people, you know, they're still working on trying to learn how to manage their money. So if you cannot pay your bill with exactly the day that it's due, then you ha- you must pay pay it before the end of the 30 days absolutely all right so make sure you pay your bills on time that is honestly that's about 60 percent of your credit score yeah that's paying your bills on time yeah that's huge um so that's number one um and what's going to help you with that is you know being you know sitting down looking at your income looking at your expenses cutting off what you don't need in the first place you know and 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 just budgeting better um knowing when it's a when you're in a season of overflow or when you're in a season of right now you're just sewing right yeah so um that all all go back go all goes back to that as well uh the second thing is when it comes to your credit is of course um your credit cards The amount of loans that you have out there, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to keep that under 30%. So let's say for your credit card, you have a credit card and you have a $500 limit. You need to keep that balance under $150. Okay. You have to keep the balance at under 30% of the balance of Mm -hmm. the credit limit. Right. And when you do that, if you continuously do that, and you know, you have to use the credit card because you have to show that you're responsible with credit. So you use it for small stuff. You use it for gas. You use it for, if you're going to get something to eat, that's fine. And you want to pay a little bit more than what the minimum is, because you want to make sure that you, every time your bill is due, it's under $150. Right. And even if, let's say you had an emergency, so you had to use, you know, more than 150 when your bill comes instead of paying the minimum you need to get it back under 30 percent so it's so important to keep those balances under 30 percent i thought it was 50 do that it's 30 okay (laughs) yes it is 30 better straight today okay you have to keep your balance under 30 percent okay and if you do that that is going to help increase your score and that's also going to help you with your credit limit because if you do that continuously six months you can ask for a credit increase now that 30% is more Mm -hmm. you know now you're not working with 150 you're working with more so you just have to keep in mind that it's a you have a lot of people have to think long term when it comes to credit so many people think short term but credit can be great for you if you know how to use it so that's true top two things um definitely pay your bills on time that's the easiest way to hurt your credit and the easiest way to help it 
So um, pay your bills on time. And then the second one is keep those credit balances under 30%. And if you don't have it under 30% now, start paying, sit down again, go back to that <laughs> step one, <Yes. laughs> sit down, figure out what you can cut out mm-hmm. and then start paying a little bit more than the minimum. Absolutely. That's great advice. Great advice. Now you, you, in, you know, you invest in the forex market. Mm-hmm. Um, what other systems could we be implementing right now to create passive income? Cause essentially it's passive income, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, there are so many ways that you can um, think of passive income. I sometimes I teach. Um, I go to different schools sometimes, and I teach a money management class to okay. middle schoolers. Yeah, and I always ask them, "What is something that you like to do?" You know, what is something that you like to do? What is right. something you know um, that excites you? And then they start telling me all these different things, and and um, it's like we have to know how to start putting the things that we love to do to, to dollar signs. Oh my gosh. You I know? love that you said that. I love yes. that you said that because one of the, one of the things I'm doing is teaching, um, you know, women how to start their own businesses and, uh, you know, people are struggling with the idea of like, what should I do? But they don't often see that it's the skills and talents that they have that could make them the money now that they already have. Right. Yes. 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 So, I mean, it's so many different ways, mm-hmm. you know, to create passive income. You can, you can start by, you know, doing that looking and that is more, that's more active income um, right. because you're actually going to be doing something, but you know, it's passive income, you know, it's so many different skills. Like um, a friend of mine has a company where he teaches people how to make money with drop shipping. Right. You know, he, um, he also teaches people, you can, you, it's also, you know, some network marketing companies are great when it comes to passive income as mm-hmm. well, you know? Um, so it's, it's a lot of different things. I would say, um, drop shipping is amazing. And then Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. it's so many people making money off of Amazon as well. You're not even selling a product. You don't even have a physical product, but you're, you're selling something on Amazon. So it's just, honestly, it's time for us to do better research. Yeah, that's you know, that's it. People don't want to do the work. Yeah, no, you know, people they're so quick to be on the computer for hours filling out applications for jobs. Yeah. They will be on the computer for days filling out applications for jobs when they can be on that same computer looking for other ways to be able to make money without having to go to work. It's a new day and age now. Absolutely. And, you know, everyone has to understand that working, is, the millennials, they don't even want to work. You know, they're <laughs> trying to find a way. Yeah. How can, that's why so many millennials that are starting businesses and there's so many millennials, honestly, people... I said something about network marketing. People, some, you know, a lot of people have this bad taste when it comes to network marketing, but network marketing is producing more millennial millionaires than any other industry right now. Right. Any other industry. Mm -hmm. So we have to stop going by what you, what was taught to us our entire life. We have to unlearn and then learn again. (laughs) That is, that is a brilliant line actually. Yes. You're so right. Um, it's definitely a mindset that we, it's a change in our mindset. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because we have to understand that this is the, our mindset that we have right now is not our own. That's right. Our mindset is not our own. It Mm -hmm. literally comes from what has been taught to us. So we just have to understand and just really look at, okay, 
where have I learned all of these things? And really just look and, and look look at our family. You mm-hmm. know, and it's not to put our family down, but if we don't if we see what's going on with our grandparents and our parents and our aunts and our uncles and all the individuals who are older than us, then we need to be able to say, Okay, what they did, I don't wanna do. <laughs> you know, right. they did, it, it, it took care of us, you know, it took care of us. The light stayed on. I, I you know, I wasn't hungry. However, right. it's just not, it's not, I don't, it's not the lifestyle that I want. So I know it has to be something out there better. And we have to be able to go find that. And when it comes, be able to have the open mind to be able to receive it. Absolutely. That is nice. Um now you do consultations um so what can one expect in a consultation process with you if if we're looking to level up our finances what can we expect so when we get started um i ask you you know what your goals are um what are your what are your money goals what if and i'll I'll also ask you you know if, if money wasn't an issue um what what were your goals be then you right. know, because yeah. a lot of us, we, we, we have small, we think small, you know, yes. so I asked that question, yeah. if money wasn't an issue, what would your goals be then? Cause you know, the first, when I first asked what your money goals, it might just be, you know, I just want to pay my bills. I just want to stop living paycheck to paycheck. I just want to, I want to find where my money is going, you know? And then when I asked, well, if money, it was no issue. What are your goals then? Then it's, I want to travel. I want to, you know, the conversation is totally different. Exactly. So, so you know, I, I asked you that. And once we figure out what your goals are, then we start with that step one. I have you go ahead and list all your expenses um, and then list your income. And then we look at all your expenses and then we go through the process of elimination, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we figure out, okay, what, what, you know, what can you do away with? You know, even if it's just for a season, many people believe if, for example, let's just say cable, you know, (laughs) many people believe that if if you like cable, all right, that's great. But maybe you're in a season right now where you don't even watch TV. You You need to be reading more, save that $150, you know, and, and put it towards something else. You need to read more. You need to study more. You need to pay attention to your kids more, whatever it is. Maybe it's not your season. Right. Or if you're, you know, if you like to shop, if you like to go out and eat, out to eat, whatever these habits are that are continuously making us broke, sometimes it is a season when we have to step away from those things. It's not a all, it's not a long time, you know. But sometimes we have to, we have to understand what season we're in. So we'll go through that process, uh, you know, of eliminations, and then um, once we do that. I will, you know, give you give you the option to start um, depending on what you want to do. Um, whether it's you want to, you came to me because you first want to find where your money is, and then you want to fix your credit, or you want to find where your money is, and then you want to learn how to invest it. So it just depends on what you want to do. Um, once we do that first step, then I ask, then I find out, you know, what exactly do do you want to do next, mm-hmm. um, and then we start working towards that goal, Absolutely. whether it's fixing your credit. Or if you want to go ahead and start learning how to be able to trade in the foreign exchange market, how to be able to start making money there, and then maybe you want to fix your credit. So it just depends on, you know, which which avenue you want to take first. Absolutely. That's beautiful because, you know, basically what you're giving them is like the secret to success. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And you, yeah, and you mentioned that um, on your website that um, basically... Um, there are keys uh there is a secret to success 
podcast. In, in your opinion, what is the what is the secret? The secret, honestly, is um, understanding that you're always a student. Yes. So you always you always have to understand that you're learning, mm-hmm. and um, you have you have to be able to control your mind. Yes. You have to be mm-hmm. able to um, understand what whatever how whatever mindset that you had that got you this far. You have to be able to understand that maybe this is the wrong mindset. Right. And you have to be able to shift gears. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be able to be open um, for, you know, someone else to come help you. You have to be able to be open for a mentor. Um, and you have to be able to follow the clues. Right. All, all successful people leave clues. All successful people leave something behind that tells you what they did to become successful. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. So it's like you have to be, but that comes back to your mindset. You have to be open-minded. You have to be willing to understand that you're always a student so you don't miss those clues. Yes. Because once you, once you see them, once you understand that you control your outcome, no matter what it is, you, I don't care if you live in a one bedroom apartment, your power's off, you know, you're broke, you have no money. You control how you think about that. Mm-hmm. You control your mind, you know? So if you understand that if, even though you're sitting in that situation, if you know how to use your vision eyes and you can be able to see past that and you can really be able to see your future and you can really be able to keep your mind focused on that future, keep your mind open, everything that you want to be able to get you to that future is going to attract to you. Absolutely. It's going to literally come to you. So honestly, the secret to success is this really is no secret at all. (laughs) (laughs) There is no secret at all. The secret to success is just being open-minded, is being is is being willing to unlearn and relearn and being willing to, you know, um, be, be understanding that you control your outcome. You. Absolutely. Absolutely. It all comes back to you. Absolutely. Now I got one last question because we're hitting the hour mark. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now you are a, a woman of faith. You're a believer. Yes. Um, do you find that there is a, um, it's like a fight in the, um, in the world, in the Christian faith of, you know, the lowly Jesus versus, you know, wealthy wealth. Is there a fight between those two concepts in our, in our, in the believer's mind? It's because we're, we're, we're taught to be humble and, um, you know, it's like wanting and, and desiring things is, it's kind of it's taboo that. in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's so funny that you asked that. Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's amazing to me because I um, I get a lot of people, you know, in my inbox asking me questions, you know, about money and you know all those type of questions. And when I when I speak to them and we're talking and we're talking about wealth, and some some people honestly think it is a bad thing. To yeah, wealthy. exactly. You know, yeah. and, and it's it's crazy because if they truly 
you know, really studied the Bible and they really understood the word and, mm-hmm. and, and God. And he does not want us to be broke. That's to right. To be a lame That's right. He wants us to be wealthy. Mm-hmm. Now, why does he want us to be wealthy? Because he wants us to put our money back in the kingdom. Right. What does that mean, put our money back in the kingdom? That means not just you're putting your money back in the church because you want to keep the lights on. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. This means being able to reach out to the community. Right. God wants us to be wealthy so we can go get friends. Mm-hmm. Meaning those people who are lost. Right. You know, mm-hmm. those people who are non-believers. Mm-hmm. God wants us to be able to use our riches and our wealth to be able to do his work. That's right. So how can we do his work if we're broke? Because if we're broke, then we're in a broke mindset That's and we're right. depressed. And we live our best lives. If, how can we be able to mentor to other people, you know, to bring them close to scripture? If we are, you know, if we're not living how God wants us to live in the first place, you know, in the Bible, it literally says to invest your money in foreign trade when hard times so when hard times come forth you will be prepared Mm. so why is it that we think god does not want us to be rich or wealthy where does that i i asked him one one time where does that (laughs) say that where does it say where Mm -hmm. we are not supposed to want big we're not supposed to want the million dollar home we're not supposed to want the Bentley you know where, where does it say that you know because right. in, yeah. in my scripture it, it tells me that God wants God wants to give me the desires of my heart and the desires of my heart is to not only have a lot of money but the desires of my heart is to be able to have a lot of time and a lot of time right. comes with having a lot of money because you literally you do what you want to do then you know That's what I right. mean you, you spend yeah. your time how you want to spend your time you are free financial freedom is time freedom Ooh. you know yeah. and, and if we're at work all the time and we're struggling and we're down and out about bills and we're always in this poor mindset then right. we cannot we cannot do God's work like that mm-hmm. I think there is a, a confusion between humility um it's like if, if you if you want those things and you're not a humble person and that's that's not true. You know, Absolutely it's yeah, not. Yeah. You know, the problem is people misunderstand that, you know, money is a tool. You a know, tool, money exactly, is a tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Money is not everything. Now, what you do with that tool is what depicts on the person that you already were. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell a lot of people who I work with that you know, you have to have a certain mindset to be wealthy. You know, it takes a certain type of person because even if you are, um, even if you, you know, even if the money takes you to be just this mean person, this negative person or this, you know, arrogant person, you know, a lot of times, you know, either your money, money won't last or you're not going to be happy. Something is going to go wrong with you. So it's like you have to be in the right mindset um, to, to have wealth you have to understand that the money is not yours the money is supposed to help you go give it back to your people I read an article the other day about um, Warren Buffett and it says that he tries to give so much money away to other people that he keeps getting rich <laughs> it's and like that, that's a great problem that's right that's what I was just about to say <laughs> that's a great problem 
Absolutely. He, the article literally said that he donates all. Like that's he. It, it, the article also mentioned that you know when he passed that he's giving all his money away. Right. And you know they you know they said the more he donates, it's like the richer he gets. So that giving it will come back to you. Yes. That yeah, the press down we, shaking we, together we, in. Exactly. <laughs> We That's need, right. we, we need, we need to, you know, we have to understand that money is a tool. If, if the, if the tool, it, it, it allows you to do things. Now, yes. if the money turns you into an evil person, you were already that person before. And the money just amplified who you were. Right. You know, that's and right. that's, that's what gives the bad stigma. It's like, oh, money is the root of all, you, you know, know evil. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's not, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it an just, amplifier. It, it, it's an amplifier. It amplifies yeah. who you already were. So that that's why we have to make sure we are secure. We understand who we are, right. you know, as a believer before the money comes. It's so many things that you have to do before the money comes. And that, that's what people have to understand. Right. That the work doesn't start when the money comes. The work starts before, before the money the- comes. <laughs> Ebony, <laughs> a word. So many gems today with you. My goodness. Thank if you. We, yeah. If we wanted some one-on-one time with you, where can we find you? Give me so, all your social media handles. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Instagram um, at Ebony C. Austin. And that's E-B-O-N-I C. Austin. Um, and I'm on Facebook at uh, Ebony Austin as well. So you can reach me at both of those. D- Love to talk to you love to you know converse with you love to share more um with you you know i have a women's group as well where we you know get together um they it's a lot of people who trade as well but we also work through personal development and we work through the mind as well um because mm. you know, it's, it's something that's huge out there a lot of women you know deal with you know they don't have self-love self-confidence right you know, yeah there's so many things that we have to work on so i, w- I would love to connect with anyone you know, who wants to connect with me and not only level up their life when it comes to money, but just level up their life when it comes to their mind and, and just comes uh-huh. to becoming the person that they want to be. Absolutely. Now I'm in Toronto, Canada. So do you have any events that will take you this way anytime soon? So, um, I, I personally don't have one coming up soon. Um, I'm actually, you're not the first person who asked me that. So I think there's okay. a market out there that I should definitely come. Mm-hmm. I know my mentor will be out there. Um, so I would definitely shoot you some information because one of my mentors is um, going to be out there, I think this month. Who's so your mentor? His name is Chad Thompson. Okay. I'll yeah. Look out he, for him. Uh, yeah. He goes by Mr. No More 9 to 5. Okay. I like that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he's actually going to be out there um, teaching um, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of wealth principles and a lot, of, a lot of stuff. You know, he's he's great. He's definitely been able to help me. Um, so I'm I'm definitely going to look to planning a trip to Canada. I am because I've been getting a lot of uh, you know Hello? I've been talking to a lot of people from Canada. Imagine being able to create your own schedule. Be free from the traffic world of the 9 to 5 land. Imagine waking up and spending more time with your family. Imagine being able to start your business with little to no experience. Imagine being able to have all the resources you need to help you with that process. 
Well, if this is something you want for yourself, your imagination can become your reality. Reach out to me at I am Coyetta on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also email me at info at Coyetta.com. And let's turn that dream into your reality. Your business is closer than you think. Yes, yes, yes. That was my sit down with Ebony Austin. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. It was jam packed with tips. I know there are lots of you out there with clothes in your closet, by the way, that uh, you have not worn that you bought. (laughs) Yeah, it's not just me. Look, I know we're out there. I know, you know, you know, there's always something we can learn, know um, and do that will uh, make our financial life better. Like, I know a lot of you guys that listen to me are entrepreneurs. A lot of you are trying to change your life in that way. Um, And you're searching for tips and you're searching for tricks on how to get that done. So Ebony gave some practical tips that we could all use to make that happen, to make that business happen, or just to save some money. Some of us just need to save some money and stop spending. Okay. And it was all here. So if you need to listen to that episode again, it's here. Okay, re-listen, tell your friends, tell your family members. As I said, we as black people need to learn and need to talk more about finances and investing. It's important that we kind of unlearn the systems we learn from our parents. And we love our parents dearly. Okay, but it's important that we, uh, you know, think of new ways to um, help our finances um, multiply for the future, right? Just like Ebony said, I'm just repeating what she said. So again, hope you guys enjoy that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really enjoy uh, hearing from you guys. I love your feedback. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share. I value my listeners. I am so grateful for you all every day. I I thank God for you all, truly, honestly. And um, keep sending the love. BeingCocoB at gmail.com. BeingCocoB on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm just, it's hard for me to be posting on everything. I'm mostly on Instagram, but um, I'm everywhere. So if you ever want to reach out, get tips, tricks, I'm working on putting together something for business because I'm really trying to help, trying to help the ladies, you know, get that business going. So um, I need to hear from you guys. Keep, keep talking to me. Keep writing me and all that wonderful stuff. Okay. Until next time. Take care. Enjoy your day, guys. don't forget don't forget to like comment share everything you do matters to me everything you do matters to us everything you do counts and so those things really keep this podcast going so thank you all again and enjoy the rest of your day until next time